0: Welcome to another edition of Kids Corner. I'm with Sean Belegian. Gotta love that Hockey Night in Canada song that I have for you today.
1: Absolutely. I mean, isn't it funny? I mean, John, we grew up in an era where people don't understand. The wings weren't on, like, hardly at all when we were younger. And, you know, there was no such thing as the the NHL Center ice package and everything. We went through a time where maybe we got a game or two a week. You know what I mean? So, uh, absolutely. Anybody that lived in a border town... Thank God for CBC. We
0: all know that you're a big Montreal Canadiens fan, so what's your love for the Canadiens?
1: Uh, you know, my grandfather is from there, and uh, I love my grandfather. He's my my most favorite human ever. My most favorite human ever. Uh, but I named my son after him, and uh, it, it was just it was something that was passed on. And, uh, you know, growing up for me, I thought that Larry Robinson walked on water. I thought he was, like, the, the, the greatest player in the history of mankind. And... Uh, you know they made the coaching change, and look what happened when Julian took over. I mean they're they're playing, uh, they're they're playing tight right now. But it's a good thing when you have Carey Price looking like Carey Price. You know because he went for about a month. John, don't get me started. He went for about a month where he he wasn't playing well, and now all of a sudden he's playing well. And uh, you know they they're just getting the big goals, the timely goals, and. Alex Galchenyuk is usually in the middle of it. So underrated. Such an underrated player. We're
0: going to recap the quarterfinals and preview the semifinals, and we're going to also give our finals prediction of who's going to win the state finals this weekend. Let's start in Division Two. Are we
1: going to change? Are you allowed to change? Yes, we are allowed to change.
0: We are allowed to change our predictions. All right. Okay. We'll let this one go for this one. All right. In Division Two, both me and you said the winner of the Churchill-Trenton game has the path to go all the way to the state finals. Yep. Well, Celine has changed that. They beat Lavonia Churchill five to four in overtime on Tuesday. Your thoughts on that game?
1: I think it's it's great for high school hockey. It is. I, you know, John. For years, I, I've I've told people um, don't bet on the usual suspects. And I think we all know the usual suspects. You followed it even a lot longer than you were in the business. I followed it a lot longer than I was in the business. There are landmines everywhere in the state now, you know, and and it might be, it might be, um, Celine, you know, it, it might be divine child, you know, and I, I think for Celine to fight back the way that they did, uh, they scored two goals in the last four twenty three, as I understand it. And, you know, obviously got the winner in overtime. I think it's a great story. You know, how far can they take this now? And, and it's interesting because you know, I do the rankings. I, I had them ranked, I think, a, a couple times last year and then maybe one time this year and everything. But a lot of people told me that Celine is a team capable of knocking somebody off. I didn't think it'd be Churchill. Um, and I don't want to take anything away from Coach Reynolds. I, I think they had a fantastic season. I, I think, you know, he's really done a good job there. But I think the full kudos have to go to Celine. That's a game, John, where nobody outside of Celine thought they were going to win that game. Let's be honest nobody thought they were going to win that and game. And they lost 6 nothing in the Churchill earlier. You got in. it. Yeah, it's it's amazing how that works out. There's something to be said, and I know we'll revisit this in a moment. There's something to be said about getting that second crack at a team. I, I've seen it too many times over the years. I, I, I really have. I We'll talk about Heartland in a second, but I, I I talked to Coach Gadway after their win the other day, and that was something that we touched on. And and, and Hey, listen, Celine came out, did what they had to do, um, you know, a four two lead with four twenty three to go. You're thinking, okay, cool, congratulations, Churchill, and everything. But Celine had other ideas, and uh, a, a team. From what I hear, full disclosure, I, I I haven't seen them yet, but from what I hear, a team that has a goalie playing the way that their goalie allegedly is, can't count that team out.
0: And then we had Forest Hills Northern Eastern beating Mona Shores in overtime. So we now have Celine versus Forest Hills Northern Eastern. Your thoughts on this matchup tonight?
1: That's another one that I missed, by the way. I, th- I thought Marquette was coming out. You have to give uh, uh, Forest Hills Northeastern uh, full full credit. Two years in a row they got there. Um, and listen, there's good hockey being played on the west side. I was actually talking to somebody about on Twitter last night, and I, I tend to agree with them. I think sometimes um, people all over the state, not just here, we we get wrapped up in the usual suspects. And, um You know, this is a situation where, look, they made a run last year and they went there and they didn't, you know, they didn't flame out. They lost to the eventual champion, obviously, from Romeo. So, um, you know, this is a team that, unfortunately for them, they had to face Forest Hill Central a few times and, uh, you know, close but no cigar against uh, Forest Hill Central. But, look, second year in a row here, I kind of like their chances. You know, I, I really do. There's something to be said about the been there, done that aspect. There really is.
0: Yeah, and I have uh, Forest Hills Northern Eastern beating Celine tonight. And then now we're going to talk about the semifinal, the big one tonight. It's at 5 o'clock, right? Yep, yep. We have Heartland against Brother Rice. Brother Rice did beat Heartland 4 nothing earlier in the season, and you talked about getting a second chance. So what's going to happen in this one tonight?
1: You, you know what? Uh, these are, again, John, just my opinion. I think they're the two best teams in the state. I really do. I think you got... Heartland, Brother Rice, or Brother Rice-Hartland, whatever way you want to put it. I, I was Talking to Coach Gadwa a, after the game, and Rick, as you know, just a, a great guy, and he, he's done such a great job out there. Um, I, I said to Rick, I said, you know what, there's something to be said about giving the boys a crack at one of the few losses, because you saw that last year, you know, this is a team in Heartland that really dominated Livonia Stevenson. I think it was 13 days beforehand. And, and then they went out there and it was a complete different game. And by all accounts, that first game, you know, Rice came in waves and I'll say it again. I think, I think Rice has as much talent, if not more than anybody else in the state, I, I really do. But when you get that that second chance, you know, we've seen it too many times, much like we were talking about with Celine. Celine uh, had an opportunity to not only exact revenge but um, to do it in an incredible magnitude because it was a six nothing game, man. And the same thing could be said, and, and Heartland, as you well know. They didn't lose a whole heck of a lot today. What what uh, this year? Two and one of them was out of state. So um, I like Hartland. I, I I I think they're deep. I think they're big. Um, I, I really do think it's their time. As cheesy as it sounds, they've been so close. They're close in thirteen. They got to the final again in fourteen. Um, you know, fifteen and sixteen. You know, you know, uh, Coach Gad was always got good teams. I, I think they're. I think I think it's their time. I mean, with that being said. Flip a coin. Yep. honestly, flip a coin between these two teams.
0: Did that win over Lavoney Stevenson help them prepare for the night?
1: It did. I think, in my personal opinion, and and I hope nobody from Heartland gets mad at me for saying this. I think they had to exercise that demon. I I, I do. I think Stevenson had um you know ended their season and and darn good seasons a couple times in recent years. And, and I really think that their road had to go through Stevenson. You know and. Uh, John, I was there. They they dominated Stevenson. That was that was textbook. Heartland just taking the play to you. Um, you know the ice was tilted for for a long time during the game. And listen, I, I got to say this again. You know my my buddy Dave Mitchell did such a heck of a job with Stevenson, uh, and they fought till the end. But uh, in the end, it was just too much Heartland. And John, conversely, I don't know about you, I was. Kind of surprised the relative ease that Rice had with Gross Point South. I I I kind of felt that was a statement. I kind of felt like the Warriors were making a statement because Gross Point South was one of the hottest teams going into the playoffs. And depending on what ranking you're looking at, um, you know, you had three teams from Division Two in the top five. So um, the relative ease that they took care of Gross Point South, I, I think that was a message to everybody out there. It's going to be fantastic today at five o'clock. That is. Absolutely, positively can't miss high school hockey five o'clock today.
0: And I also have Hartland beating Brother Ice, and I think we both agree the winner of this game will win the state championship Absolutely. on Saturday.
1: yep, I, I do. Um, listen, uh, these two teams, all year one or two, and I think one year or one week, Powers ended up being number one. But these have been the two best teams, not only in Division two, but in my, again, humble opinion, I think the two best teams in the state, and uh I, I would be surprised if anything else happened, but that's why we play the games. Yeah.
0: We all thought last year that Lavoni Stevenson was gonna easily take Certainly. care of Romeo and look what happened Certainly.
1: there. Certainly. Yeah. It's you know, it's funny too, John, because I I know I had told you I saw Romeo the year before and I, I said, Look out, this is a good team and you know, I think everybody knew about the, the two guys up front, but I think you saw that they were more of a team than maybe you know, even I gave them credit for. Nick Batter did a heck of a job.
0: In division three. The Cinderella run is still continuing for Dearborn Divine Child. They beat Chelsea on Wednesday, four to three. You had Divine Child.
1: You know what? I had I had coming out of that side. I took uh, Ann Arbor Gabriel Richard. So it shows you what I know. I mean, they got knocked off in game one by Divine Child. But in talking to some people. Um, you know they they had told me look out for um look out for Divine Child. So John, I made a point. I think I mentioned it to you. I made a point of seeing them a couple times down the stretch, and I, I can understand why they said that. Um, you know, in the past couple of years, they they've been blessed with some pretty good goaltenders. And I, I don't know if you remember Dominic Stankiewicz was was there uh, when when Coach Cal was there. Uh, he's a pretty good goalie, and they got another one right now. And, hey, listen, if this sounds redundant, I apologize to the audience out there, but when you got that goalie at this level, we've seen it far too many times. And, you know, by all accounts, uh, in the tournament so far, he's, he's found a way to win games. And um, it sounds like it was an absolute dandy last night, you know, uh, with them and, and Don Wright's club, but... Um, I'm gonna be intrigued at, at this Divine Child team too. You know, I think tomorrow morning is gonna be fun. You know, because it's um, you got two intriguing matchups in in in, in D three to be sure.
0: Divine Child reminds me of the Riverview Gabriel Richard team that made it to all the way to the state championship game in 2003 when they were under 500, mm-hmm. and they just got on a roll. You know. This could happen with the Vine Child.
1: Yeah, it it could. You know, right now, um, I I think that uh, you know my my pick to get to the finals from the get go was Warren De La Salle and John. They look better than than I think anybody expected. Maybe even Coach Staszkowski. I think you know the way that they dispatched not only of of Royal Oak uh, last weekend, but. Speaking of hot teams, Country Day was red hot. You know, Coach Novak had done a tremendous job getting those boys in the right direction. So, to take care of business the way that they did, I think, I think De La Salle's really peaking at the right time. I'm not going to change the final pick, but I'll also say this. Um, I, I think De La Salle is going to give Powers everything they could handle. Let's face it, if Powers gets by, because that is not a gimme in any way, shape, or form.
0: I also have Dale Sal beating Divine Child, so we'll go to the other side. We have Flint Powers Catholic finally had a tough game in the playoffs. They they had it easy so far. They beat Forest Hills Central in overtime yesterday. Another trip to the final four for them.
1: It's amazing. You have to give uh, Travis Perry credit. Um, you know they they've been the class of Division Three all year. And, and I'll tell you what, last night may have been. The championship, because Forest Hill Central had a tremendous year. John, they had two losses this year, two losses by one goal to Flint Power's. I mean, honestly, I mean, that, that the margin was that thin. And mind you, they also tied Northville uh, as well. So um, this is a situation where, you know, when that game went into overtime last night, I think a lot of people were maybe playing the same game. Okay, okay, well, whoever wins this. And Calumet's going to have something to say about that because, uh, again, I know we've touched on this every time you and I have chatted. Talk about putting it together. You know, this is a team that really came out of the gate struggling. Um, you know, they, they've all they've done is win since then. I, I think it's now 21-2-1 or something like that. And, again, one of their losses is to Northville, who's red-hot in Division One. So I think that's going to be a dandy of a game. I, I, I really do. It wouldn't surprise me if Calumet won, but John, I'm not changing. I'm not changing it.
0: So we have Flint Powers and Warren D. We're both going with Flint Powers on this one.
1: Yeah, I, I am, but – if I was to change, if I was to change um, one, it might be this one, uh, and and maybe I'm putting too much into the way that De LaSalle has played the last couple games, and and I could be guilty of that, but um, uh, you know, I, I am going to stick with Flint Powers. I think they've been the class of, of Division Three all year, and and certainly their uh um their their road so far has su- suggested as much
0: to Division One. It's a Klaa Central Division semifinal between Brighton and Northville. Northville beat Brighton earlier in the year, so this is going to be another classic.
1: About a month ago, John, I was there, and uh, you know they they beat them on their home rink at Novi Ice Arena. And when I say they beat them, they beat them. You know they they um, they're gritty. You know I I I think we've talked about Northville in, um, in 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 quite a bit of detail. Um, I don't think people give them enough credit for being as gritty as they are. They're gritty. I mean, when they want to shut it down, they shut it down. John, they held to the Dakota, if I'm not mistaken, to five shots in the last two periods. Come on. Five shots, you know. I mean, they, they, when Operation Shutdown was in effect, it went into effect. And the scary thing right now about Northville is this. They're getting production from everybody. And when I say everybody... I mean, everybody, not just their lines. I think we've talked up Jack Sargent. He's, he's one of the best defensive, uh, defensemen in, in the state and everything. Um, but they're getting production from everybody. And oh, by the way, they got a pretty good goaltender in that Brett Miller kid, too. But uh, listen, Brighton, this is their time of year. This is why they play the schedule that they do every year. And, uh, the, the battle tested ways, um, really, really seem to suit them. This game's a toss up, though. I, I, uh, Listen, could Northville beat him again? Absolutely. John, in my opinion, I, I think there are three teams in Division One that I could look at Northville, I could look at Brighton, and I, look, I could look at Catholic Central, and I wouldn't be shocked at all if any one of those three teams won. Not at all.
0: I had Orchard Lake St. Mary's in my first podcast, going all the way to the state finals and beating CC. Now that Orchard Lake St. Mary's is gone, I'm going to go with Northville. Are you? Wow. And, if we're talking about changing picks, I'm going to go with Northville. The boy,
1: the boys are going to be happy. I, um, you know, I had them, I had them losing in this game to Orchard Lake St. Mary's, and then um, I had Orchard Lake St. Mary's losing to CC. I'm going to go with Northville in this game too. I'm going to give them one more, and then um, CC and Northville in a, in a potential Div- division Division One championship. They might have to lock the doors. I mean, honestly, that arena will be off. The hook. It would. It'll be incredibly fun. But um, you think we'd learn our lesson going against Brighton? You know. I mean, honest to goodness, to the Bulldogs out there, much respect. I mean, you guys keep getting it done, and uh, maybe one day we'll all learn not picking against the Bulldogs. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Now let's talk about CC for a second. They play Granville in the in the other semifinal. They've had a couple tough games this last couple, with you know losing the Ike in the second period and then going into the third period tied. If I'm Granville right now, I'd be thinking, man, if we get a couple goals on them, we might have a chance.
1: Joel Brazil is uh, not only a great guy. I mean, I, I love him. He's one of my favorite, uh, certainly across the, the state. Um, but but he's done a good job pressing the right buttons too. And you know, this is a team that, you know, what what more needs to be said? I mean, they're, they're right now they're owning the west side of the state in Division One. I. I mean, give credit to where it's due. You know, it's almost like Baum and East Kentwood all those years. I mean, they're getting the job done year in, year out. Um, I don't think that this is um, a Granville team as strong as, as maybe a couple teams in the past. I think maybe the one two years ago was, was a pretty strong team. But, hey, listen, Joel's doing something right. Uh, Coach Brazil's doing something right. I, I had a funny conversation with uh, – uh, Coach Cal, and Coach Cal, I hope you hear this. Um, John, I think we have a tendency during the tournament to talk about Celine, to talk about Chelsea, to talk about Forest Hill Central, to talk about Northwell, maybe talk about the teams that that haven't been there and everything. And that's almost like the cross that Catholic Central has to bear. Because Cal made a comment to me. He goes, hey, did you know we're still alive in the in the playoffs and everything? I started laughing. I said, yeah, you know, when we're doing the podcast, it's almost like John Kidd and I are going, well, yeah, it's Catholic Central. You're supposed to be there. And it's not that easy. Mm-hmm. It, let's, let's be honest. It's not that easy. And that's why I say this w- with 100% sincerity. Maybe enough isn't being said about the job that Coach Cal has done this year. Because let's face it, John, you heard the same whispers and murmurs that I did. CC's down this year. Mm-hmm. This isn't a good CC team. Here they are. Yep. I mean, here they are again. And, and John, um, you know, money time, I'm not changing my pick. I, I think I think Coach Cal's going to win it again. I really do. And with
0: CC, it's a tough spot to coach. It's a tough place to coach.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it, it's it, it goes... It goes back to what we were just, there's an expectation there. So sometimes it's almost as if, and, you know, I know Cal was messing with me. I mean, no, just how could you disrespect Catholic Central, for goodness okay. sake? Uh, you know, I, I know what he was getting at, but it's almost as if, well, they're expected to be there. Well, it's not that easy.
0: It's either state final or bust.
1: Yeah, and here's the thing about Catholic Central, too, okay? And, and you, you can tell me if you agree or disagree. More so than anybody in the state. They have a target on their back every single game. And and that's that's no disrespect to some of the greats out there, you know, what Brother Rice does, what, what Trenton has, has done and everything. There is a target on Catholic Central every single game. Every kid wants to go out there and beat the Shamrock, So, you know, that's something that they have to deal with during the course of the year. I coach Cal's done a tremendous job yes, this year.
0: And especially, they went through, what, four coaches it's amazing. In, like, in like six years? Right?
1: It's it's amazing. And, you know, when you look at some of their talent turnover as well, you know, they, they, they've they turned over some talent the last couple of years. So, you know, to have them here at this point in time, uh, he knows, uh, you know, and, and I hope the Shamrock – uh, faithful, no, this isn't going to be easy. You know, Granville's not going to be easy, and the the winner of Northville Brighton's not going to be easy. But um, I, I think it's setting up for a, a real dandy in Division One. I. I think Division One is it, that final could be, you know, the stuff alleged. Kind of like that, what was that, 2-1 game a couple years ago where where it's just off the hook until the very end of the game. I mean, uh, Jimmy Militix was a goalie at the time. I mean, he had to make, you know, saves with two seconds left on the clock and everything. I think we're setting ourselves up for something like that in D1. Yep. My feeling is it's going
0: to be CC in Northville. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be CC. Yeah. CC is going to hoist another state championship.
1: You know what's really cool, John, is I, I, as, as you know, I, I, uh, I live out in Northville. And my, my son goes to Northville. It's really cool to see people that normally don't pay attention all of a sudden pay attention. Yep. Do How many people, like, how many, hey, dude, are you going to the Northville game? And
0: Do you feel like with the Wings struggling right now, like these fans are going to other games right now just to, to, to take their mind off? It's today.
1: a good point. I mean, the Wings are most nights unwatchable. I mean, no. let's be honest. I don't like saying it, but, I mean, most nights are unwatchable, and obviously last night was certainly one of them. But um, I like the excitement, um, and this goes back to what we were talking about, you know, with, with Coach Cal. Um, you know, the teams that – are trying to make the run that haven't made the run. Like Northville last made the run in, in Oh four and uh, you know, coach Gates there was their goalie at the time, you know, 13 years ago. So, um, you know, it's been a long time. And I think to see all the, the, the kids from Northville make that trip out to the disc last night, that was pretty cool. I, I like seeing that stuff, you know what I mean? And it, it goes, you know, if we could go full circle, it goes to show you what guys like you and I have been talking about for for five years now. The usual suspects, yeah, they're they're still the usual suspects, but you better watch out because there are a lot of teams that can beat you now. You know.
0: And lastly, I wanted to get your take. You're announcing the the hockey state finals for mm-hmm. the MHSATV. What's the excitement for you to be down at USA Hockey Arena for this weekend? Uh,
1: John, I love it. I, I like all, all kidding aside I, I love it. It was um, 04, I think the first time that they asked me to do it. I've done play by play, I've done color. One year I was even like the, the sideline uh, guy or you know off ice guy, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's awesome. it's a great atmosphere. I, I think the MHSAA does a tremendous job of putting on a show and the focal point this this weekend, should be these kids, these parents, and these coaches, and all the work that they put in. Let's put the focus on them. You know what I mean? And that's the cool thing about the weekend. And, and um, it, you know, to to have it there three days in a row. And I, personally, John, I love the long days. Hmm. I love... Today isn't as long of a day, but tomorrow, you know, I, I'm there at 9 o'clock in the morning. It's great. I won't get out of there till probably 10, 11 at night. And then Championship Saturday, obviously... You know, you're you're there eight thirty nine o'clock in the morning, and the same thing you're out like wait wait at night. You you've been out there, so you c- you can speak to it. There's a great vibe. It's a great venue for it. Um, I I, I, ju- I think the world of it. I, I really do. I th- I think it's uh um that's why I like to go on social media and kind of um, let people know a how good the product is and b check it out for yourself on a weekend like this where. Um, you're going to see some darn good hockey, and the atmosphere is awesome. It really is. It's a cool atmosphere.
0: And I know kids make those choices between high school hockey and junior hockey
1: mm-hmm.
0: while they're in high school. Mm-hmm. I do feel like the kids who play junior hockey, you know, whatever they want to do, God bless them, mm-hmm. I feel like they're missing out on the high school experience. I agree play, with you. Playing, you
1: know, I, and you know what? 20, 25 years ago, uh, if you were an exceptional talent, To me, John, and maybe they they don't like hearing this, it didn't make sense to play high school hockey back then. The times have changed. And you know one of the jobs that I do, um, I I have the opportunity to do um, NTDP games in the USHL. Uh, That league is chock full of former Michigan players. I I do play-by-play for um, Michigan State Television, um, for the Comcast broadcast. And, you know, you see guys from other teams that that were formerly from uh, Michigan – Colleges, so and even in the last few years, guys who we were just talking about at this school or that school or this school or that school, you're, you're hearing them, you know, get tendered their offers or assign the letter of intent to to uh, this school or that school or anything. I'm going to go back to what um, Mike Volucci told me, who was at the time was the general manager of the Plymouth Whalers, and obviously now he's the assistant general manager of the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, so this is a guy in the NHL talking. If you can play, scouts are going to find you, period. And and that would be my justification out there. And I'm with you. I, I don't want to start telling kids how to live their life, and you should do this or you should do that. But if in the back of their head there's the worry, oh, I'm not going to be noticed, yes, you will. Oh, yes, you I promise you. That you will. Um, I I know scouts from the USHL that that have been at these district games and regional games. Uh, You can bet your patootie that there'll be a slew of them there this weekend and everything. So um, yeah, don't let that go in your mind if you're a young player out there that you can't get noticed. I I mean, again, I'll I'll defer to the assistant general manager of the Carolina Hurricanes. I I hope that's I hope that's a good. Character witness, if you will,
0: and I still remember when the Whalers were still playing at Copyware. I still call it Copyware, mm-hmm. no matter mm-hmm. what. I, sure, it's still I know it's USA Hockey mm-hmm. Arena, but it's still Copyware to me. I still remember a couple years ago when it was CC and Brighton, and the crowd it was sold out, and there was a couple Plymouth Whaler players upstairs watching the game, and they go, "We have never seen a crowd like this for even our games."
1: Do you remember who one of the guys was? Ryan Hartman of the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh wow! Yeah, he, Ryan. Ryan was infatuated with it. Like, like Ryan, like, elbowed me during a break, and he goes, is this always like this? And I go, nah, it's not always like this. And he was like, this is a good game, too. You know, and, you know, he's, he's obviously playing for the Chicago Blackhawks, but good memory there. They they loved that atmosphere. Um, you know, That that's the type of atmosphere. We saw that with the Whalers in some of the longer playoff runs, and, you know, I remember a, a Game 7 against London where they knocked off London, and Obviously, the Sudbury series where they, you know, eventually um, went to the Memorial Cup. That Game 5 overtime game was unbelievable. Um, but it was few and far between. So, yeah, I'm with you. It's, um, you, you know what's, what I always like? Um, I like the UP teams, and, and they always show up. They always show up. And this just in, Calumet's not a short drive to get to USA Arena. And you get you get these people that come down in mass. You know the Escanaba fans, the Houghton fans in the past. You know, uh, Coach Markham obviously does such a great job. The Hancock fans last year. You know who who in my mind, John, I think they knew what other people didn't know. They they were going to that tournament to win that tournament. And I bet you that's Calumet's uh, mindset as well. So that's the cool thing to see how many people make the John. You know, I hey, listen, if you're listening to this right now, come out and support it. Mm -hmm. It's a great product, and obviously you and I are passionate about it, so give it a chance. I think you'll like it.
0: Well, Sean, it's been another great edition of Kids Corner. And remember, you can watch the highlights of all the state finals this weekend on State Champs on Sunday at 9 a.m. on Fox Sports Detroit. Sean, we might come back next week and we'll recap the finals. Maybe we'll bring some coaches.
1: Yeah, don't twist my arm. You know I'll be in here. So thank you, John. Always a pleasure seeing you, buddy.